I'm Sam Coleman, your host, and welcome to the Hoops to Home Show. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. I used to play basketball and now I sell real estate. Here we grow again. What's up, everybody? It's Sam Coleman. Thank you. If it's your first time joining us, uh, I'm your host, Sam Coleman, Hoops to Home Show. And I thought, why not interview my wife, bring her on the podcast for my very first episode? If you if you do know me, I tried to start this podcast about a year ago. Um, and that was right when my best friend Rashad passed away and I kind of lost the, the motivation to do it. But now I feel like it's a great time to bring it back. And I wanted to bring my wife on uh, because we get a lot of uh, compliments. Um, not to say that we're the best married couple ever, but uh, we do like to share our story because we can inspire other people, especially being young millennial uh, married couple uh, in business. So my wife, my beautiful wife, Kara, uh, welcome to the Hoops the Home show. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> How do you feel? Um, I feel pretty good. Are you happy that you're like that you're my first guest? I feel honored that you actually chose me to be your first guest. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually uh, going to give you guys six episodes. We've been together six years. We've been married for four, right? So we're going to take you guys the opposite direction, how it's going versus how it started. Right. So we're going to start now and everybody gets to see us now. Right. And we get people that comment on my business. Sam, how'd you get to where you are in your business? And literally, I'm only the this person in my business because of my wife. Like there's no way that I can go out and be successful if I didn't have the backbone uh, of Kara. And I'm not saying that for the camera, like literally my business transformed in 2020 because we fell in love on a different level than even than when we first started dating. Would you agree? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, um, especially thinking about how our life was a year ago to where we're at now. Uh, the transformation is incredible. So, yeah. So uh, while we're starting backwards, we're starting backwards again, just because we want to give everybody an idea of what it's like to go from point A, right? When you're first dating somebody, everything's good, right? And then you look into the future a few months or years, however long it takes, most people kind of lose that 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 flare, that fire, right? And then you kind of rekindle. And we hear all these stories all the time. People have been married 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, et cetera, and they end up getting divorced. So we've made it a point in our marriage, right, to make to do checkups right to do all these things to put all these systems in place to make sure that one she still like me right one i still like her right she we still want to do this thing and that we can go the distance we can go to the end of our lives together as the colemans right so that's why we're starting from here and we're going to take you guys back the opposite way so uh one quick question right because i want everybody to get to know you if you could travel anywhere in the world right now babysitters we got three kids right to live here in las vegas right we got unlimited babysitters. You can FaceTime them whenever you want. And if if you needed, to, if you missed them so much and you needed to see them, they could fly to you for a day, a couple hours, and then they can go back. Where would you go if you had that type of freedom? Are you the unlimited babysitter, or are you coming with me? No, I'm coming. I'm coming with you. <laughs> if you want me to come, this is this is this is um, your dream. I'm joking. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> I think you for me, it would be uh, probably Greece or Italy or somewhere. And that's part of. Can I change my answer? Sure. This is this, this, your, this, this is your dream. Where would you go? Can you cut that out? <laughs> no, we're not cutting out. This is live. We want to give the people. This is Kara Coleman. This is welcome to my life. Everybody. Oh God, I can't Imagine make a decision. Imagine trying to pick something to eat. 
I, I can never make a decision. Um, All right, you got three places to go. Uh, Bora Bora, Italy, and the Maldives. The Maldives. Whatever. There we go. Maldives, Maldives, tomato, tomato, whatever. Yeah. All so right. That's where I would choose. So this this can actually be an icebreaker. I went to public school. She went to public school. But one of us can count better than the other. How long have we been together? Seven years. <laughs> seven years. We've, May of next year will be seven years. Whatever. It feels like forever. <laughs> can I see you in the other room for a minute? No. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like forever. Come on, man. Well... My next question for you is, what is it like being married to me? And the reason why I ask that question is because people get to see only, I only let people see a certain side of me on social media because I'm very focused on my business. And I personally believe, you know, whether it's success or a failure, um, people only, they only gravitate towards you when they want to, right? So if you're going, if you're doing successful, they gravitate towards you. Yeah, good for you, right? Or you got the haters, right? And then if things are going bad for you, that everybody want to talk about you, but nobody the the people that are there for you when you're when you're down and fit and failing, they're few and far between. So in my personal life, I don't like to show people either one, right? Because if you're not going to celebrate me with my failures, don't celebrate me with my success. For me, you're you're all in or or you're out, right? There's uh there's no middle ground. There's no gray areas, black and white. So how long have we been married? Six years. Six years. <laughs> Four years. Together, six okay. Years. Thank you. I told you I went to public school. She went to public school. The curriculum is just a little bit different. We both went to public school. That you give me a different answer every time. <laughs> Yesterday we were something different. I have mom brain. Shout out to all the moms. Well, we've been married for four years. Together for six. May will be seven. Right. I remember all the anniversaries. Right. All right. Yeah. So tell the people what is it like being married to me. So being married to you is pretty exciting and interesting. Um, I think no day is the same. So you'll hear a lot where married couples, everything kind of feels like, you know, you're it's you're living like Groundhog Day, um, but not with Sam. So I would say that you're very committed. Um, you are very. Uh, opinionated and when something um <laughs> why'd your face change like that i'm listening well it's fun because i'm also very opinionated and so sometimes we get into these you know headbutt situations and um you know even when one of us has to be wrong you still at the end of the day know how to apologize so you're very you know you're very empathetic to me at times um, that's been acquired. That's, yes, it's definitely been acquired. That's a 2020 skill that I learned. Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like you, and you know, another thing that I love about being married to you is that I've loved you in six different ways, I feel like. So I feel like every year that we've been together, I've loved a different Sam, but it's always evolved to be a better version of you. And some of the things that we have gone through to get to each version of ourselves have not been easy. Some have been really fun to do together. Um, but I just think that that's like the most exciting part about being married to you. Awesome. I, like I did not expect that. And for, for everybody that's listening and seeing, like I intentionally, I wanted this to be organic and I wanted her to give the real and not like a generic, 
oh, let's make it all fuzzy type thing. But so that that's really cool to hear. I, I really I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. No, definitely not all <laughs> rainbows and butterflies. And to give you guys a little context of, of what the next episode will be about, it'll it'll be our 2019, which was completely different than our 2020. What you, what you guys are seeing now is of just it's just it's a different dynamic in the midst of a lot of chaos. It's it's a it's a beautiful version of what our love is and what's to come based on, you know, what we had to go through to get here. But that's that's super cool. I, I like our I like what we are in 2020 in the midst of you know everything that's happening. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. Um, all right. So next question. Speaking of 2020, what are some of your wins of 2020? What would you say a win is? Not necessarily with me, with us, or anything, but like, what are your wins of 2020? Yeah. So I would say personally, a win of 2020 would be that I finally feel like I'm in the right position in my career. I'm finally, you know, doing what I love and back in the technology field. Um, so I think like just finally getting into a company that I believe in and I can actually truly go out and and be proud of the work that I'm doing. That's a personal win. Awesome. Do you want more than that? I mean, if, if you got more, what, else, what, is, what are some other wins? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think also you know, where we're at right now with being, um, you know, parents of two small children, we finally are in like a little bit of a, we have a rhythm going on. Whereas like after we had Gianna, uh, it was like a train wreck. So <laughs> I'm just kind of happy that we have, you know, a flow going and, and then obviously us, how good our relationship is. I feel like we're best friends again. And I feel like we love each other. That's we're in love it, with each other. That's my daughter. <laughs> I appreciate that for sure. Um, I'm sorry. Everybody that knows me knows that how I, how serious I take my real estate business, and I repeat and affirm everything. And one thing I say all the time, you'll hear. I, I can appreciate that, and I promise, if you are in my immediate circle, you will hear that a zillion times. So that's why she laughed when I said I can appreciate that. I'm work- that's a part of my empathy, right? So I'm working on it. I want to repeat and approve, right, your feelings, her thoughts, right? That's something that we struggle with even at the beginning of this year, yeah. right? Me being uh, black and white, no gray area, very direct, right? But that's something that has changed over, right, the last several, several months. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, what are some of your L's? What L's did you take this year? Well, Except I- for the one the Browns took from the Ravens. <laughs> oh, my God. Just saying that we're a house divided. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. Um, what were L's that I took in 2020? Well, I lost my job when I was seven months pregnant, so I feel uh, due to the pandemic. So I think at the time that felt like a loss, but now that I look back on it, it was a blessing. God really closed a door that needed to be closed. To allow me to walk into one that he opened. Um, So I think like, and this is just me as a mom thinking, I think when you become um, a mom of multiple children, a little bit of your uh, independence dies every time. (laughs) So (laughs) just being transparent. Uh, Yeah, just probably losing a little more me time. But hey. You know, it is what it is. Right. And you were seven months pregnant. Yeah. So we're about to have 
well, you were having a baby. I was there. Yeah. Right. You're about to have Layla. Yeah. And you're seven months pregnant, two months before delivery. And then they, then the pandemic hits and then you're unemployed. Yeah. And I right. think our biggest worry was how are we going to have a baby? We won't have health care. Right. That was mine. At yeah. least. Well, same, same. So God actually sustained us through that time because my business, we had about two weeks in March where after she lost her job, we're like, we're about to have a baby, no health benefits. And... Um, everybody has to stay home. How am I going to sell real estate when we can't leave the house? Like, what in the world is happening? Yeah. We, for about two weeks, I was like, man, just shaking in my boots. Like, do I have to liquidate our stocks? Like, do like, what are we going to have to do to survive? And thank God, right? God opened the doors and uh, we were able to pay for We just been paying for the health benefits out of pocket, right? Yeah. Which was a significant amount on top of what we already spend on our monthly, right? And then we were able to keep our girls in school and things like that. Just so many blessings came from uh, in, in that in that so somewhat of a disaster, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then we ended up having Layla, right? You got to be that that stay at home mom that you never wanted to be. Right? <laughs> Shout out to y'all, cause <laughs> yeah. I'll never do that again. We learned, right? <laughs> we got to learn that being a stay at home mom is not for Kara, at right? All. Yeah. And it's definitely not beneficial to me as the husband because coming home, she's done lost it. She's handing me kids like it's your turn, yeah, right? And then making me burn everything in a garage before I come in because she thinks everything has the swine flu, the pandemic. I got Corona on this leave. I got, uh, you know, just taking everything up. Like all this stuff is happening at one time and we're about to have a baby and she just lost her job. Like all this stuff, but we somehow got sustained us and we like literally, we went the opposite way. It was about two weeks where we were kind of like nervous. But after that, my business took off and then literally things just fell in place like piece by piece after that. Yeah. All right. So my next question, what is it like to be a working professional mom, a corporate mom and wife? Like you're you work full time. You're a mom of two and you're my wife. Yeah. Um, well, I I definitely think it's a blessing. Uh, I got a lot of negative feedback when I decided to well, when we decided to put Layla um, you know, in daycare at two months so I could go back to work. But, uh, you know, I think that everybody has their own idea of what it looks like um, to be a working mom or to be a mom. And for me, like Sam said, I'm a happier, healthier woman when I have my job and especially a job that I love. So um, what is it like being a working mom and a wife? Uh, it's, and then at 31. Yeah. Right? You're a millennial you're a millennial working mom. Yeah. So I just you know, that's a loaded question, but I think just overall, um, it's not easy, but for me it's worth it because, you know, I grew up um I didn't have too many women that I looked at as far as like I wanna be like that person when I grow up. And the number one thing that I want my girls to look at me, I want them to see that they can do anything that they want to do. And that might look like being a working mom or, you know, being the head of recruiting, which is, you know, what I do. So I just, um, I just think that while it's tough being a wife and working mom, I think you have to just really learn how to do the balancing act. And some days I'm really great at that. And some days I fail. Most days I fail, <laughs> but I'm thankful for your grace and God's grace and, um, you know, my tenacity to wake up and keep doing it. There are days where I want to pack my bags and 
leave my phone at home and not tell anybody. Um, what days are these? <laughs> every day. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I love being your wife and I love being a mom to our children. So I couldn't ask for a better title. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So what do you wish you knew before you entered this journey with me? Now, that's a loaded question. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I think what I wish I knew was that not every relationship and marriage looks like somebody else's. So, you know, I think our generation is big on like the relationship goals thing and you really have no idea what's happening behind closed doors right um and so I just kind of wish I knew that I think I had this like in thought in my mind that once you get married everything's just happy and exciting and nothing bad happens um, and then you get married and have kids and it's the opposite. So I think I kind of wish knew, I, well, I, not, I think I wish I knew that. And then I also wish I knew that marriage was hard. I don't think I knew that I didn't, you know, I, you don't, when you talk to people that are, you, and you see pictures, everything's like so happy. And then when you're actually living it, it's hard. Um, and I wish I knew also how we evolve as people and we change as we get older. I mean, we hear that all the time, but to like actually live it out is a whole other thing. And so I wish, and to, with all of that said, I wish I knew those things because I feel like maybe some of the really tough stuff that we've been through wouldn't have happened, although I'm very grateful that it did. <laughs> Um, and for those of you who know what we've been through, like, I'm sure that's kind of hard to hear, but, um, I just really think that had it not happened, what's happening now, who we are, wouldn't be so beautiful. So those are kind of the things that I wish I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a great story. Literally, they gave an example, basically saying, when you have a baby, you're going through, you go through labor, all this stuff is all good, right? You're excited, new babies come in, mama's push, push, push. Oh, you got a baby. The nurses come in, they you cut the umbilical cord, right? Everybody's so excited. Family comes in, they're sending flowers. People are bringing you dinners, right? You're in the hospital, they give you a celebration dinner. And then three days <laughs> later, you know, they send you home and they're just like, all right, go be parents. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, the nurse, she let me take a nap last <laughs> night. I got people coming there doing the formula. They told me how to do the swaddle. Like now I'm like... Mm. Did she go left over right? Was it right over left? Now you have to go do this on your own. The same thing with a wedding, right? You get all these people coming. You're celebrating. Open bar. We're having a good time. Praise God. They've tied the knot. They're living their life. They have their union. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Have fun on your honeymoon. All right. Now go learn how to be married, right? Mm -hmm. And for, for us, that's kind of how it happened. Like We had to figure these things out on our own. So um, I think the, the, the humbling experience of going through it, failing, doing it wrong, and not having any guidance and just having to put the pieces together, that road, the, the road most traveled these days, right? Because not a lot of people have that experience of what a happy home looks like, what a what growing up with both parents, married together yeah. for, the, for, the, for their entire life. Not many people have that. So going down this path of resistance of 
overcoming obstacles has taught us so much that us committing to breaking that generational curse for both of our families and committing to that for the long run is going to be exponential for our, for our kids. Yeah. And that, sure. I was going to say that. I think one of our biggest goals right now in our marriage is to do it the right way so our children can see a happy, healthy mom and dad who love each other, who love God, so they can essentially grow up and be whatever they want to be. Maybe they don't want to be a husband or a wife, but at least if they are, they'll know what that looks like. Whereas like for us, I think us entering into marriage, neither one of us knew what a healthy one looked like. So I think that's why we struggled so much in our marriage. Yeah, and and for me, every like I'm a I'm a quote mantra based person, and everybody always you know pours into you, and especially as a married as a newly married couple, it's just oh just keep God first, put God at the center, right? Yeah. Like we didn't even know how to do that. Yeah. Like we didn't. What does that even look like? Like do we just read the Bible together? Like what? Where do we start? Do we start in the New Testament? Like what? What do we do? Like she's a new Christian, right? We actually had to go through the process of of her learning how to pray like we actually she got baptized and i was in another country at the time right and basically i left her she didn't know you didn't know what exactly you needed to do and thank god for the for the small group of walk church right of of helping in that way while i wasn't even around yeah but we had no blueprint we had no i i was going this way she was going that way and we how are we going to keep god in the center and neither one of us know which way we're going Right. Yeah. And I really and a spirit of transparency. And that's what you'll get in these six episodes. I really don't think we had we were walking the same path together until 2020, like until the beginning of this year. I think we both were walking together in the beginning. Then we started walking our own paths. Then we tried like I would try to pull Sam my way. He would try to pull me his way. Um, And what we really decided in the beginning of this year was let's figure out what our way looks like instead of trying to make each other go one or the other way. And so ever since then, I feel like we are on a really good, we finally get it. Yeah. We're getting it. And respectfully understanding like she's her own individual person. Like we yeah. can agree to disagree. Yeah. Like I don't want her to believe what I believe in, 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 in my way of doing business. Right. And her beliefs of how my business should be run or, yeah. or we have different if we have different political views or, or religious views or, or not, football relig- teams. not or football teams, not religious. <laughs> views. We both believe in Jesus. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, but, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Just like organically, we're just two different yeah. people, but we're, we're on this journey together. Like right. she's entitled to her own opinion. Her feelings are valid. Like I can't tell her that she should feel a certain way or she should believe a certain way, right? She should read a specific book. I can encourage her, right, to read a specific book, but she can read those words from the page from those pages, but interpret them a completely different way. And she's entitled to that. But we're doing this together. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm glad. I'm, I'm like. I feel like I'm even now. I'm getting to know you more. Like, yeah. cause we. This is our first time doing this, right? And it's it's super. Uh, it's super new, fresh uh, questions that we're asked. They're 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 the same questions that we typically would ask if we went and hung out with a new couple, right? People would get to know us, but like asking ourselves these questions, uh, it's it's cool to see that to see how you answer them. Yeah. All right. Last question. Last question of the day. So there's a young lady out there, a young couple out there, a young entrepreneurial woman or a corporate woman, right? What do you tell her? Or new mom? Let's 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 any of those things, right? What do you tell her to encourage her um, to help her get from where she is right now to where she wants to be, right? She's a new mom or a new wife, new start a new job. 
Yeah. So I just think for all of those things, um, give yourself grace. I know for myself, I didn't do that enough. I just tried to be the best mom, the best wife, the best worker, the best daughter, and it just gets exhausting and you burn out and then you're none of those things, right? So give yourself grace, self-care, even though it's really tough. I know, especially for moms, we get, we'll go book a hair appointment and we'll feel guilty the whole time. So, um, but more importantly, God created you to do whatever it is that you're doing. So, If you're a working mom, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you don't have children, if you don't want children, God created you exactly that way. And love yourself in his image, not in anyone else's. Cool. Yeah. I firmly, I I affirm that. Like that, like, you know, you speak in my language. That's my thing. Like, I don't like these, these boxes that society puts us in to say, because you're a woman, you should stay home to take care of the kids and yeah, take care of the house. Me neither. Yeah, I don't believe in any of those things, right? I believe that we get to decide, we choose the life that we want to live, right. right? If there's no enemy within, the enemy without can do us no harm. So if we know who we are inside, right, and we can stay true to who we are, we can be and do whatever the heck we want to do. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. And I think a lot of um, women you know, that's just kind of how society has groomed us even to, you know, as a millennial, I think as a millennial, we are looked at as like, we should be working moms. We shouldn't be stay at home moms. You know, I have some stay at home mom friends that feel guilty for staying at home. So at the end of the day, I think, um, just talking to yourself and like knowing who you are internally, what drives you, what makes you happy, be secure in that. And, you will just be a better friend, wife, mom, worker, sister, brother, you know, all that. So it was a pleasure having you like this is this is cool. And I'm excited that we get to do this five more times. And yeah. hopefully it won't be the last time. Right. Even after the series is over. Right. But uh, yeah, I'm like 2019 is going to look completely different. Right. We didn't have all happy times in 2019. No. Yeah. So that's going to that's going to be the real. So I encourage you guys to listen in and thank you guys so much for tuning in with me and sticking and rocking with Hoops to Homes. And uh, thank you to my beautiful wife. I appreciate you. I love you. I love you. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Everybody that's been rocking with Hoops to Homes. Thank you guys so much. Like, subscribe, drop a comment, give me some feedback. What do you guys want to hear in the next episode? What would you like to see? And what would, you, what would you like us to talk about on this next episode? If you're on Instagram, add me at Hoops to Homes at Sam Coleman Jr. I'll see you guys on the next one.